powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Game one, Tampa humiliates the Leafs 7-3. Game two, the Leafs show up and answer back with a decisive 7-2 win. Game three in Tampa, the Leafs looking like they were out of it after that first period. It was a shit show. But who other than Mr. Playoff MVP Ryan O'Reilly to tie it up within the last minute of third period? And then another Riley, Morgan Riley, (laughs) to win the freaking game in OT with what? Like 45 seconds left? Yeah, it was. uh, I actually have no idea. Pandemonium. Yeah, it was wild. We were going nuts in the call. (laughs) (laughs) for those of you that that are just tuning in uh we had six six sarah who's going to be joining us on the show later today uh or later and uh all of us hands uh heads in our hands face yeah just completely losing it uh it's going to be interesting but before we actually go forward and talk about the insanity that happened in this game let's hear from our sponsor sports interaction Get into the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot, every goal from all your favorite teams and players. With competitive odds, the best live in play, and more ways than ever to get into the game. Like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app in Ontario using the QR code you see at the bottom of your screen or Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started. 19 and older, please play responsibly. My name is Harnish Patel. I got Armand Bunthicke beside me, and you're listening to Game Over Toronto on SDPN. Uh, before we bring Sid in here, though, uh, give a, I want to give a quick shout out. Um, we are raising money for Alphabet Sports Collective throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Alphabet Sports Collective creates a safe and inclusive environment in hockey for all folks of all sexual uh, sexual identities and gender expressions through education, community building, no sound, and no sound, Rob. mobilization. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, one thing before we actually do go forward with this, I want to give a quick shout out to um, the Alphabet Sports Collective. As many of you guys know, we're raising money for the Alphabet Sports Collective throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the Alphabet Sports Collective creates a safe and inclusive environment in hockey for folks of all sexual identities and gender expressions through education, community building, and mobilization. You can donate to Alphabet Sports Collective uh, using the link that you'll see in in the chat. So if you do have uh, some money to to donate, please go ahead. It's a great cause. Uh, But my name's Harnish Patel. Beside me is Armand Bundaki, and you're listening to Game Over Toronto on the SDPN Network. Um, Without further ado, Join me in welcoming Sid back to this show. Sid, thank you for coming and joining us again. Uh, the last game you were on, uh, you had some tough love for the Leafs, breaking down a 5-3 loss to Chicago. Sportsnet, or the, the SDPN fans, sorry, loved it. When we tweeted out that you were joining us today, our first comment was, win or lose? Something tells me this one's going to get sassy. So, Sid... Give us your thoughts about that OT win and the, this game in its entirety. Well, good evening. Well, first off, can we get like I need I need to hear on air the way you guys were like ten minutes ago. Can we try this again? <laughs> like, what are we? Is this a book club? Like, give me what's the energy like? Like, one more, let's try this again. 
Like, yeah. I don't care what you do. Yell, go woo. I don't. Uh, apologies to people sleeping around you. I really don't care right now. <laughs> the Leafs just pulled off one of their more improbable playoff victories since like 2004. I gotta give me a little something here. You excited? You feel good? Let's oh, fucking yeah. go! <laughs> yeah. That's, better. That's better. They actually pulled it off. They yeah. it was, it was Holy shit, masterpiece man. theater for a second. <laughs> we really, we really went in calm for how with excited a, we were at the a sensational go victory. And remember, the king will be coronated on May the sixth. Let's let's come on here, guys. That was I don't always like this team, and that was nuts. That, that was, was fucking nuts. nuts. We were ready to absolutely shred them too. Okay, so where do you want to take it? I'm a guest. Where do you want okay. to take this first? Well, let's let's talk about the the story of the night. Let's talk about that OT because that's when then when we first joined the call, um, and we were absolutely shooting ourselves throughout the entire thing. If you guys haven't checked out the tweet on SDPN, check it out. Check it out. Uh, it was pretty funny, and um, yeah, it was it was not looking good for us. What did you think about that OT? Because I mean, the Leafs got outshot in that like what two to seven or something two to four. It was wild, right? It was it was um. I mean, listen. From the from the end of the first period on, it was it was a one way street. Yeah, and I I I gotta tell you, and I, as much as Sheldon Keefe tried to destroy Samsonov's confidence after Game One, he failed. He failed. Every Leaf fan should be very happy that he did not reach his end goal and and not throw in Joseph Wall. Yeah. Because I, I still couldn't understand what he was thinking in that moment. Because Ilya Samsonov, not because of his head coach, his head coach had nothing to do with it, has balls of steel. And in a contract year, he has stepped up massively. That second period was the most important period by any Leaf goalie this season. That should have been... I mean, that should have been 5-2 going into that yeah. second intermission. Easily. Easily. Yeah. They could have but easily Sam- had three, like, within the first, like, 10 minutes. Samsonov was fantastic. He was complete. He was utterly and completely fantastic. That, was- that to me... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, I was just saying, isn't it going to? Isn't it interesting? Um, after the first period where he looked a little shaky and, uh, and um, he was a little jittery, it seemed, the way that he was able to bounce back and... and I don't know what Sheldon Keep or, or what or anyone told him after that first period, but the moment he got on the ice in that second period, he made a huge save like within the first minute, and that carried through through the rest of the game. Right? It was insanity. He he played out of his mind. Fantastic, hands down, the best player on the ice today. Yeah, he and, really. And he, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. no any really, final thoughts on Samsonov? Because now we're going to move on. We have nine other things to talk about. Go <laughs> yeah, he really just had the one misstep on the second goal where he had trouble tracking it, um, and that that was really it. You know, I that's, agree. And you I know, agree. I know, like on Twitter, on Reddit, there were comments about how Sammy should have had that. I understand that, but my goodness, did he keep us in this game? That Fantastic. second period was so key, and then even in the third period, and then overtime, we were getting shelled. For the first in that, 15 minutes of in that, that second period, he had to deal with the Lightning trying to score and TJ Brody trying to score. <laughs> <laughs> and Samsonov was still fantastic against everybody. Yeah. And I, like, I just, I'm floored at how this played out. This is, listen, 
And and I don't care if people get mad at me. It's the math. This was not a game the Leafs deserved to win. Oh, not, not, at, all. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, I had no problem with their first. But, like, past that, it was it, – it, they weren't great. I'll say this, though, with, like, what was it, five minutes to go in the third? Yeah. It just seemed like Tampa – no, I, should, I shouldn't phrase it that way. i got to give the Leafs credit. The Leafs finally kind of cranked it up. And it was – you know, they, they were fairly consistent in Toronto throughout OT. Obviously, they got outplayed a little bit, but they were a lot more steady. And Morgan Riley is now the NWO in Tampa Bay. He is he's the bad guy. He's yeah. He is villain number one. I, I did not anticipate Morgan Riley, of all people, being like the biggest asshole of the series in terms of Tampa. But like they hate his guts right now. Yeah, they hate his yeah. guts. That brain point play was dangerous. Yeah. I didn't think it was five, but I thought it was two. I was stunned he didn't get anything for it. That was a well, he really was, he was in the box after, but I wasn't. Well, that was, roughing, I wasn't but that was a roughing yeah. call. Like that yeah. wasn't for anything. It looked like Braden Point separated his shoulder, and he yeah. got nothing for it. And I understand both guys are jostling, but there's still an element of danger in that when Braden Point's off balance and and Morgan Riley goes in. And Kucherov's a nut. Like, he's up 3-2 in the hockey game, and he's jumping in yeah. like they're losing 7-3. Yeah. Like, I've, I, 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 there's so many so many things went on in this game. But, my, uh, listen, that's twice in two games. Morgan Riley, Tavares was a minus three. Right. $11 million. Morgan Riley for the second straight game. Second straight game. Because Tavares can't string two of those games together, because why would you? To, um, Riley has had massive nights. Massive Massive nights. Still defensively, Morgan is what he is. That's not going to really change. Yeah. But if he can make up for it on the other end, the Leafs can win playoff series. If you have that type of production from a blue liner, they can beat a lot of teams. And it was just, it was one of those, it was a like the look, like playoff, Morgan Riley looked like the playoffs tonight by the end of that game. Yeah. He physically, he had things in his nose that weren't supposed to be there naturally. <laughs> He was like it. It the other team. John Cooper hates his guts. Uh, Tanner Janot, who like all he wants. I, I, I'm I'm convinced Janot just wants to show up, and he's he has slap shot the movie. He just wants to fight. He wants to go <laughs> yeah. out. He doesn't. Yeah, that's care. what they got him they, for. Eh? They traded four first rounders for for, yeah. for characters on a slap shot. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. But there was but like I got to give Morgan Riley a lot of credit. I've been hard on Riley a lot, and I've been well within my rights to. These have been two massive performances, and now the Leafs have some really good wiggle room here. I mean, haven't? Who knows what the city's going to look like if they win Monday night? But let's yeah. we won't focus on that. But I'll let you guys talk about Riley. I've, I've been really hard on Riley, but he was this was this was strong. This was you know, really strong. A lot of people have been hard on Riley because he didn't have the greatest year. You know, it took him what I think till January to get his first goal. Uh, he was out for a while, and we were using a bunch of Marley's defensemen and. and doing pretty well with that. And so he got a lot of uh, a flack for it, especially with the new contract. But boy, has he showed up for the playoffs. Like the four assist game, last game, but just today, like like you said, that was playoff hockey. He made a pretty gnarly hit, but, you know, that's playing hard. That's playing hard. I don't think it was malicious. We all know Riley as a player. He's not doing that maliciously. Do you guys think it was the least two, though? I, I, I think it could have. I think it could have been a two. I was surprised yeah. they gave it a five. 
Like I was well, against that. Well, but I think I they only gave they that five was... so that they had more time to discuss it, right? Yeah, they could well, you review could, it. If, you could yeah. review it if you give it. A... So now for like anything, you're gonna get a. <laughs> yeah, guys exactly. are gonna get five like... into majors for like walking into the arena chewing bubble gum. They're like, we gotta review it, guys. We gotta. Look yeah, it. and they also took so, so much time just... to actually figure out what the hell was going on after that. Yeah. Eh? Like at some yeah. point, it looked like the Leafs were gonna get on the power play, and then Sheldon Keefe starts chirping at him, and you think that's going the other way. Just pandemonium in that situation. You don't know. But when they went on. from five to zero, it was like there, there <laughs> yeah, is no five minute surprised. major, and we're going to reward him with a free uh, dinner at Denny's. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, Riley was like, back they, in the like, locker. There was room very, it was out. a large scale between five yeah. minute major. And I didn't even, I didn't even know you could do board. that. I didn't even know you could go from five to zero. I thought it had to go from five to just a, I was, a normal. I've never night. seen that. I've never seen and that again, before. Again, another example that the NHL is fucking making it up as they go along. I had no <laughs> idea you could do that. Yeah, I had no exactly. idea. You can go from five to give the other team the two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Just absolutely. By the way, by the way, by the way, how smart is Steven Stamkos in the middle of that scrum? Just go when he Because Steven Stamkos is convinced Kucherov's getting the extra two. Yeah. <laughs> or he yeah. he's like fairly certain Kucherov might be getting the extra penalty. Yeah. And he grabs Austin Matthews immediately and yeah. says, your ass is coming with me for this power play. Yeah. And Austin had to defend himself at some point because the ref wasn't yeah. going to. Yeah. And I thought I thought Ryan O'Reilly was third man in there for just a second. Got it. That, that would have been an interesting call. But uh, Stamkos is really smart. Anyway, that's as bizarre a uh, melee as you were going to see guys getting majors and then like the erasers coming out of the majors <laughs> like that. And I'm, yeah, and I'm also happy Brain Point came back in the game because I thought he was pretty fucked up. And yeah, he still might be. Yeah. We're glad yeah. that he didn't get injured, obviously. But yeah, that was a weird scrum because they didn't call in a penalty. Like the hand didn't go up on the Riley hit at first. So you know, when Kucherov came in, the hand went up. So Stamkos must have known that he was getting the extra. And yeah, like you said, really smart move because chances the refs are going to give the the Leafs a five on three for two minutes is pretty low. Like they're probably just going to call offsetting for, for whatever sure. happens after. And for if sure. you take Matthews off of that power play, that's huge. Like, I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just. Well, it's hundred, it thing. was 100% intentional. Stamkos, yeah, is, that like, was, that's what you do. Because it happened. What was it earlier who 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 on the Leafs was taken off? Who threw the punch early and then was taken off for two minutes? Uh, McKay, like last game or this game? I, it was either this game or last game. Someone, someone on their side did it, and they even and they and 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 someone on the Leafs, an important player on the Leafs, was taken. Off. Forgive me, my memory's a little. I think it was I'm Jake usually, McKay when he hit Corey Perry. Yeah, when he hit Corey Perry and Corey Perry cocked his head back. But like that's what smart players do. You draw the you got to draw the other yeah. guy if if exactly. he's better. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that power play was in shambles, like yes. without Matthews and, and Riley out there. Like by the you way, know, um, and as I said it to you guys during the game, I might as well repeat it here on the stream. Uh, Sportsnet stats with the number that uh, tonight we saw the first ever fight between sixty goal scorers in NHL history. Yeah, that is a very wild stat. stat. Yeah. It has, and and Austin Matthews just commented on the scrap quote: "I've had my fair share of practice scuffles, <laughs> but he hasn't really been in a fight before." Is the quote from thirty four? So who is he going at it practice with? Scuffles? In, in the Leafs, yeah, maybe he got some lessons from uh, Simmer. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know. know. I know Simmer was given uh given some pointers to I forgot who it was. It must have been a Marley's player. Uh, Justin, Justin Hall. Hall, yeah, Justin Rob Hall, our, our producer just said, yeah. And 
yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if he was giving everyone pointers yeah i think hall Pointer. definitely needs some more pointers because uh <laughs> there's been a couple times where i'm like dude you're a big dude at least stand up he just falls down the moment he gets in uh i kind of based on what based huge. on what we saw tonight he now draws penalties he drew yeah, two yeah. penalties yeah. tonight justin hall today. Well, like bobby Orr in the first one yeah he negated yeah. two penalty uh, or penalty kills yeah with uh he had a good game honestly like he did. That was one of the weirdest great Justin Hall games I've ever seen. Yeah, like yeah, it was strange. It was really surprising <laughs> when everyone else on the team was kind of shit. So, <laughs> and that was surprising because it was also in that uh, I believe it was in the second period where he drew one, and the other one was in the first. So in a period where um, and the Leafs were actually on the penalty kill, I believe in that in that moment, uh, they were on the penalty kill, and then uh, Hall takes a a a penalty. He redraws a penalty, and. Um, it turns into a four and four and the Leafs have been pretty good for him for thus far uh, in the season. Right. So good on him. It was, it was nice to see him finally like making some kind of impact after a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, it was a weird game. It was yeah, definitely, yeah. it was definitely a weird game, but you know, these are, these are not games the Leafs win historically. They exactly. just do not, they don't do this. This was very difficult. They were up against it for prolonged stretches um the the space to get frustrated was large that's mm-hmm. a team that knows what they're doing on the other side and were pissed off after the riley hit on yeah. top yeah. of it yeah um, this game like realistically we were talking about it as well that third period where ryan o'reilly scores and and ties it up in no world were, were any of us thinking that that this was getting tied up they were getting outshot. They were they were getting controlled, and it carried through in, in OT a little bit there too. Um, it just seemed like Tampa was just doing such a good job of controlling the play, controlling the pucks, and the Leafs just could not do anything in that transition at all. Like, yeah, even it wasn't if really... Tampa wasn't getting any shots on, they were just controlling the play through and through. Right? It wasn't really until the last two or three minutes where the Leafs actually managed to enter the zone and get some chances. Um, yeah. The transition game from, I would say, the start of the second up until the last two minutes of the third was horrible. And it it sort of reverted to game one where we could not exit the zone. We could not enter their zone. The the Lightning were just absolutely pressuring the shit out of our puck carriers. And we were just dumping it and icing it every single time. And it was... Guys, I got it. Like, it's going seven. I'm so fucking sorry. It's going seven. Like this is this. The Leafs are better than last year. The bolts are a little worse. That still means they're like this though. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of where we were at. We were, we were there at the beginning. First two games didn't didn't feel like they were even, they've kind of been even the whole time in a weird way. They exchanged blowouts and tonight was what it was. Like I just, everyone brace, get the muscle memory. Pull it out from the the drawer where you've been saving it since last spring and and get used to it. Yep. Because this I... is going to be super fucked up again. <laughs> the Leafs are not winning two straight games. They're not. Yep. Um, because Tampa's like the one thing I don't like about the Riley hit is like I hate giving a team that seems like, you know. They're not as hungry as they used to be. Reasons to be hungry. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. And I'm and under no circumstances was Morgan Riley thinking that. I again, I don't think it was like I don't think he meant to. Yeah, I don't put his shoulder into row three like that. But 
um, it happened, and you saw the reaction of Cooper in that bench. And by the way, by the way, CBC, Sportsnet, we heard everything that was said between the benches. Everything. <laughs> okay. yeah, the hot mics were very don't, hot. Don't act like we got like we can't mic players anymore. Don't <laughs> act like it's some. There was a there's a ten year old somewhere in Canada who heard fuck like nine straight times. <laughs> like what are we doing? What are we doing? Spaces. We you if we're going if we're going to that microphone, it's a lot of f words. Yeah, and maybe some other things, <laughs> like like the person you're dating, like your Did mom. Did you hear the Matthew like Kachuk? Kinds, I the Matthew Kachuk was brutal. Yeah, but yeah, if you ask was. NHL players, is standard fair at times oh, yeah. on the ice. One hundred percent. And I and listen, I've never been on NHL ice surface. I don't know what gets said on a consistent basis. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. But let's not act like we can't have mics on everyone going forward because that's ridiculous. I learned yeah. swear words tonight, just <laughs> courtesy of our national. You know what? Do not defund the CBC because that was amazing. <laughs> Never yeah. defund the CBC because I want to hear the f bombs. Tanner Janot is like, I don't know, like I don't know what planet he's from, but I love him. <laughs> he's he just wants he just wants to fight all the time, every he wants time, to yeah. fight you all the time. But listen, the Leafs gone in their kitchen a little bit. I can't help but think, I don't know if you guys agree with this. When the Riley hit happened, like you saw it with Kucherov within 0.5 seconds. Yeah. They got super distracted. Like, yeah. they were not the same team in the third they were in the second. Yeah. And I, 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 I do agree with that, yeah. Go ahead. Am I wrong in that? Like, do you think that played a role? I, I do think it played a role, but um, I wouldn't say they, like, exactly... You know, the Lightning, I think, still controlled a large... Portion of play no, you're right. you're for the right. third period, but it but wasn't they like the second. It yeah, wasn't. They like weren't the nearly as dangerous. No. It was far and few between. I think they started playing more of a like a, a shutdown role, you know, in terms of just like not pushing the. You know what? There was know? there was a little prevent defense going on. Like, yeah. I think it's a really good point because because there was a moment there where it was with five minutes to go. I'm like, oh, the Leafs have to puck a lot. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot more possession. Yeah, since the first ten minutes of the game, like I didn't, I it, it was odd what they were doing. Um, but I I'll say this though, one of the most dangerous things I heard all night, and I if I'm a Leaf fan, enjoy this. This is a hell of a win. This is a win that shouldn't happen. Take it. Yeah, take it. Um, <laughs> John Tavares with one of the quotes of the night about the Matthews fight. Yeah, ready for this. Yeah. All right. Go for Let's it. hear it. Producer Robert already saw it. Listen, quote, Poppy's going to stand his ground. <laughs> he called him you Poppy. Know, I love it. I love oh, it. Geez. I love the Poppy nickname. That's great. John, Tav- John Tavares. John Tavares needs. said Poppy. John Tavares. But, but like, picture like John. Pop, you know, Pop, Poppy's going to stand his ground. That's a Fox great center. impression. Poppy's gonna stand his ground, and we're gonna take, we're gonna learn from it, and we're gonna learn from Poppy. <laughs> you That's know exactly he said how it in the robotic voice yeah. too. Yeah. Sorry, I got Luke Fox on Twitter in my notifications, <laughs> and this is some of the stuff that's coming down is really good. By the way, can we? I'll let you guys have first crack at this. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Can we talk about Ryan O'Reilly's night for a second on a night where like yeah. three other guys were going? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was going to say this as well with your game seven take. This is going to seven. There are two things that I think will play a factor into this. 
And it's Ryan O'Reilly, who's got like 53 points in 54 playoff games in his like last 54, who is absolutely clutch. He was so good. And Matthew Nyes as well. But we'll get to that later. And then also Vazzy. You know, Vazzy, after a playoff loss before this game was 21 and 2, uh, 1.88 goals against average, 931 save percentage with five shutouts. He didn't look that good today. And he hasn't looked that good this series. So that's one thing. But in terms of Ryan O'Reilly, I think just the amount of depth he brings to that center uh, lineup uh, is unparalleled. You know, you saw you saw um, Cooper after game two talk about how you take points Sorelli and, and Paul against anybody. And it's like, no, nah, dude, Ryan O'Reilly adds so much to this roster that I think it's so difficult for for the matchup game to actually work on the on the lightning side. You know, they had home ice advantage and I still think like they struggled to match with O'Reilly just because they were matching up with Matthews and and uh in the Tavares line and they absolutely neutralized both of them. But the Ryan O'Reilly line, I think, still was strong, which is a lot to say when everyone else wasn't. Yeah, I think that him being mashed up beside Matthew Nyes, I feel like there's just such a good fit right now. They're they played such little games together and they're just meshing really, really well. We'll talk a little bit more about Nyes in just a bit, but um yeah, that, that line by by far was looking like a great and, and one of the top lines um out there today, right? Uh, another person that you that um that I thought would play a big factor for for uh for Tampa though. Victor Hedman. I mean, he came back today. He was injured uh, and he sat out uh, game two. And uh, there's a lot of reports saying that he's at what, like 25% um, of his effectiveness. He did not look it at all. The presence that he brings on the ice um, is, is insane. Him playing just, just on defense, playing up in in the, in the ozone for uh, with in the Leafs zone. He is just, dominated like he, he needs there needs to be like two players on him at all times and um despite him being injured i mean i think that was a huge factor in why this game looked drastically different from the second game uh what are sure. your thoughts on that well i mean in the was it the second i forget which intermission well let, let me let me say this because Derek lalon of the red wings and a long time assistant with the tampa bay lightning is taken I'm getting like a text tonight about Derek Lalonde on the Hockey Night in Canada panel. <laughs> Honestly, two things. One, I don't fucking run the panel. It's the first thing. People think I run like things at Rogers. I don't do, I'm a soldier. I don't do anything. Okay. Secondly, um, I think, I think he's kind of really good. Like I know he's not Mr. Personality on the desk, but he's coming with things and he knows Tampa really well. And tonight, this is the one thing I want to say to Leaf fans who are calling Leafs in five right now. And you know they're out there. Yeah, that Ron was my McClain, by the way. <laughs> was that your prediction? Yeah, well, that was my prediction. I said Leafs in six. I had Leafs in six. I go Leafs in five. That's bold, <laughs> but still alive. But Ron McClain turned to Derek Lalonde in one of the intermissions and said, how does Hedman look to you? Yeah. 80%. 85 and Lalonde said he looks 100% to me. And that has and that's a guy who has seen him on airplanes for like years, on the ice for morning skates, in practices, in the weight room. He had, Lalonde has had a front row seat to this Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Front row seat. And we all saw that tonight. Hedman was 
he's at his best when he just looks really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And he played what he played 32 minutes tonight. Sergachev <laughs> led everyone. Sergachev played 37 minutes, 27 Which is seconds. Insane. Wow. But like he's good. Yeah. Damn, he's good. Um, who the who did the who did the Habs trade for him again? For Sergachev? Was it Drew? It was Drew. Yeah, right. Yeah. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> that, that's cute, that trade. Um yeah, 37 that's... minutes for Sergachev tonight. And Hedman looked great. I'm just I'm just saying if Hedman still looks like this, I can guarantee you they're winning money. Like yeah, Hedman. Yeah, I was Hedman, I was... Hedman is too he controlled most of that game. It wasn't like I didn't think Tampa's forwards were like over the top good. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Like Sorelli was kind of in and out for me, and I love Sorelli. Mm-hmm. I didn't like I didn't know I noticed Hedman all the time. I know Sergeyev. All the time. And that's where the Leafs really killed them the other night. Yeah. They're like Tampa on their power play had no breakout. Yeah. Absolutely none in Toronto in game two. Yeah. Tonight was different. That and they carried a lot of that play throughout the game. But for all the Leaf fans that are like, ah, all right, we got him. The yeah, guy no, who knows it... Victor Hedman better than anyone else on that hockey night panel tonight says he's basically hundred percent. Yeah. This, and for... this series is far, far from over. It's for those who don't know, Lalonde was the assistant coach for Tampa for quite a while and yeah. now is head coach of uh, Detroit. But yeah, even just having Hedman on the roster to to give Sergachev a little more room to shelter him a little more so that he's not taking those top pairing minutes. And y- you can play the matchup game so much easier. And I was also one of those people that was anticipating Hedman to not be at 100%, mm-hmm. you know, because he didn't like even go to warmups last game. Like I thought he was still was a game something. Time decision probably, today. he probably is. He probably is, but it doesn't show. It doesn't show whatever is ailing him. He is masking it. He is, uh, you know, like, um, just completely doing everything right. Yeah, yeah. Like compensating for whatever's ailing him perfectly. Cause it did not show at all. He was excellent. And I thought he, he was, was going pretty much all of his minutes. We had so much trouble. So much trouble entering the zone. And, you know, the Leafs, I mean, sorry, the Lightning forwards, you know, like you said, they weren't necessarily particularly um, uh, dynamic on offense, but I thought they did such a good job helping their defensemen out. And that's somewhere, that's something that I think the Leafs really struggled with tonight. You I know, thought they were better their, in OT. I thought they were definitely better in OT. There was a few shifts where it's like Tavares is back. And Matt, I thought Matt... Matthews had a sneaky good game tonight, I thought. Like, he wasn't yeah, the star. Yeah, but I agree. That, he, that tip, let's, well, we haven't talked about the goal for Marner. Yeah. Mar- Marner's fucking falling. Yeah. I don't and know how he gets get that snipe off. He put and everything Matthews into that shot. Matthews is taking legit punishment in front of the net. And, yeah. and, like, that's one of the nicer Marner to Matthews I've seen. Like, that was pretty yeah. good. That was yeah. really but nice. After seeing that, like... We we saw Marner get in that first goal and open it up in game two with uh with a slapper as well. And this guy, while falling, like you said, getting another great slapper off. And and Matthews, like, I don't know how he had the reaction speed to actually tip that, but Marner has a slap shot. I mean, there's no two ways about it. This guy has it in his arsenal, and um it, it's 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 such a big impact, right? That's why in uh in OT, I actually thought that uh, if I had to put my money on it, Marner would be my my goal for uh for for winning it for us. I think it's just a huge thing that that adds so much more depth, like to to the way that the Leafs can employ him, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So does Bunting uh does Bunting get back in this lineup or not? Oh, I saw your we're, tweet. We're gonna, we're I saw your tweet about this? about this when this happened. <laughs> as soon as this happened, I think you tweeted saying that this is the last time that we see Bunting in a in a leaf sweater. Let's well, start let's go, with... well let's let's get into nice then. Because yeah, I think let's get into the, the yeah. two are uh <laughs> go hand in hand. Yeah, they're 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 Instagram official these stories. They're they're together. <laughs> yeah. Nice um, is excellent to me. He made one mistake in the first period where he managed to you know from a from a skill perspective it was He was really also trailing. He was the guy player. on Radish on the goal yeah. around like yeah. the, the He was the and then he world. let him go to for I think yeah. uh, who was it? McCabe, I think to Yeah, McCabe's the one that laid a hit and then he Radish laid a hit and then just couldn't get to... back. In, in their yeah, defense cuz BX was making the point in the intermission off the face off it's it's chaos city. Yeah. It can be it can be a little chaotic in terms of man matchups but yeah I agree. uh nice is like like i he's better than like he's better than everyone on the fourth line yeah um he's better than kerfoot and, and there are moments he's better than yard Kroc. like he's better he, like, right now less than 10 games into his national hockey league career you can make the argument he's there He's in the middle of the pack in terms of the best forward Sheldon Keefe has. Yeah. I mean, you saw oh. it in the assist in the first goal. Like, that was a really nice assist to pass to the trailer in Achari. Uh, I got a couple of quotes coming in, guys. Do you want to hear yeah. them? Yeah, Just go for it. Forgive me. Uh, uh, Morgan Riley on the hit from on point. Mm-hmm. Quote, I thought the play was clean. So not a shock that Morgan Riley thought the play was clean. <laughs> Uh, Luke Fox is also saying that uh, Sheldon Keefe said Tampa manipulated the situation with the Matthews fight, dragging him to the box. Argues I, Toronto, and you could read if you like. I'm an amateur lip reader. You you could figure out why yeah. Sheldon was so upset. Yeah, he thought they should have had the five on three. They should have had the five on three. And, in my and I, if, I think he's right. Yes, if I they if they determined that the Riley hit was clean. Stamkos 100% should have got the X. And if it was completely yeah. manipulated by Stamkos on the other side of it, yes. Yeah. Like he probably Ma- Matthews, should have a five on three. Matthews didn't even have his gloves off before punches were being thrown. Like that yeah, is not I, a situation where you can you have any choice. You have to fight back or you get your face kicked in. I still believe, call me crazy. If I see 34 starting to fight, I gotta get in there and stop it. Yeah. 100%. I gotta stop it. He's a six-goal guy. Like, yeah. And O'Reilly kind of – O'Reilly. I think O'Reilly stopped. Or did somebody put – I forget if someone grabbed O'Reilly or O'Reilly stopped on his own because he didn't want to be third man. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that would get you suspended. But someone's like – like Marner's right there. Like Marner's not doing anything. Like someone's yeah. got to stop. 34 can't be doing that. Yeah. The Leafs cannot let Stamco sucker them into that kind of spot. I, and I it was and that. it was effortless from Stamkos. He all he did was just keep punching him in the face. It was like with the Sedines back in the day, and the, when they're taking on the Bruins, just yeah. punch, like just and and nothing happens. Um, and anyway, you know that, the that's my also, only issue. Sorry, well, least, that's my only issue. I, someone needs to stop Matthews from doing that. I hundred percent percent agree. Yeah. And like what I was going to say is like the Leafs also should know that the refs are not calling that five on three. Like they have to know that. They have to know that. I don't know. Sheldon keeps sure. Look like a guy who thought they were going to call a five on three. Yeah, I mean they should have, it. but it's just not going to happen. Like knowing NHL officiating, knowing where we were at that point of the game, like it was a one goal game, late. Like you know, I I don't think they, I didn't expect them to call it, even though they no. I think they should have. But 
you know, it is what it is. But back to back to Nyes. Um, yeah, he made that one error, you know, uh, in my opinion, uh, right at the blue line at the at our own defensive blue line where he managed to steal the puck, but then stick handled a little too long in the first period. And that was that was it. He was so dynamic offensively. He was great. He was very he was skillful great. in his uh, stick handling. His skating is amazing. The way he protects the puck is insanely good. Uh, yeah, he got a promotion, I think, to the second line at one point in the game uh, during the second period, if I'm not mistaken. And Kerfoot got dropped to that Ryan O'Reilly line. And I'm not, I'm not even sure if I like that per se just because him with ryan o'reilly works so damn well i think they were just like, trying to get something just, going to that yeah. second line <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the second line as well but in terms of bunting like my question is okay he doesn't beat out nice but is he a top 12 forward on this team yeah but he you don't see here's my issue with that yeah um uh, and correct me if i'm wrong uh producer roberts correct me if i'm wrong here but I, I, I last check, Michael Bunting has drawn the most penalties and committed the most penalties in the National Hockey League. I believe that's the stat. Yep. Like or at he, least he's I, up there. I certainly wouldn't sure. be surprised. Yeah. Like he is he is intent on being uh, – he's intent on trending online. Yeah. Like he wakes up in the morning and says, I'm the bump man, and I'm going to trend online today, and I'm going to try and lose more money in free agency. That's why yeah. Michael Bunting goes to work. Um. If that guy's pulling that garbage as a fourth liner, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, it can't be a so Kyle Clifford I, situation where you're getting a major. And know, in, like a, in a series where we've already seen the Leafs take eight penalties in a game and we saw how that turned out. Yeah. Like, do you and, and it seems like like I know every night the refs are against the Leafs because some Leaf fans are complete idiots. I didn't. That's not that. That's not the game I saw tonight. I saw the Leafs get away with some stuff tonight. Yep, they yeah. certainly did. And. Right now, this is the first time in a while I've seen Toronto kind of good with the refs. Yeah. Things are good. Things are okay. Don't have to worry about bunting, being singled out from every scrum. Yeah, Don't need Cal Dubas calling league, league officials or the yeah. series official. Like, I just feel like right now you're in a good place with the, with the men in stripes. So don't bring in the, the F4 tornado to just kick up bullshit because he doesn't fight yeah he hasn't scored a bunch lately like what is he actually doing for you yeah so i personally think there's a lot of reasons that michael bunting needs to watch for the rest of this series and we'll see against florida in the next round (laughs) if he's available not the bruins but like but like (laughs) panthers aren't out of that series yet they're not out of that series yet they're Bergeron's doing pretty. Playing. They're doing much Bergeron's better than I thought they would. I'm just saying, Bergeron's not playing. They're not out of it yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Michael Bunting is a net neutral on penalties. Uh, producer Rob is telling me, um, mm. but he's all around it. Is kind of my yeah. point. And exactly. I, again, I saw Leaf teams like getting calls. Don't fuck with that. Yeah, don't that fuck is with fair. that because one guy's going to mess with that, and you know who it is, and he's not worth it. I'm yeah, not. A, I know he's from Scarborough. Congratulations. I'm from Mississauga. <laughs> no one's giving me an NHL contract. Okay. Lots of people from the GTA. Jesus yeah. Christ. One guy from the GTA comes in, all of a sudden it's a lead every fucking day. Relax. Relax. It, it is I don't a care risk. where he's from. Can he win a cup? Perfect. That's the guy you want. I think, but um, like, 
if you look at it, right, the Leafs, especially in that second, and we talked about in the third and OT, right, we weren't in control of the game, right? Now, let's say if you if you slot Bunton in instead of, let's say, Yarncroft in that first line, right, does that maybe get them going? Let's say if if you take out Kerfoot, you want to keep Yarncroft up in that top line and put Bunton in there with Tavares and Nylander. We talked about how the, the second line, or we will talk about how the second line looked abysmal today. Maybe that gets something going, right? Keith, I think he probably threw Nyes in there into that second line to try to kickstart something. Right? Who do you take out? That's the thing. Like, who do you, you don't take, take out? out Nyes, that's for you sure. You don't take out Nyes, but then like Achari, I don't think you take out. I don't think you can even take out like Zach. Well, what's, what's, like that fourth what, line is, what is that's Kerfoot you take out doing? Kerfoot or, or what's Kerfoot? Someone explain to me. Kerfoot. I agree. Kerfoot, Kerfoot's the Someone one explain guy. Explain to me, Kerfoot. He's the because reason the I think Jack they keep Kerfoot is the master of none. Yeah, that's is really is. they can just move him around anywhere, and that's why he's like on the roster, and you can put him on the PK, you can put him on because the because I, I think he will survive valid, if he will survive. This is a to me. This is the type of game where. I know you won, but you could you could you could pull a guy or two from this line. Yeah, like this was exactly. a strange hockey game for Keith because yeah. Keith's never going to be very tempted. Keith's going to look at the tape and hate what he sees for the most part. Yeah, and you know it's rare after a playoff win do you want to mess with things, but mm-hmm. like I I could see it because yeah. there was that second line, and I'm going to give William Nylander. Oh credit a guy i've often criticized as well down through the years again just when he's need, needs to make a big play in the playoffs like he's making a big play he is their he's most throw, clutch throw player. it at the net the, Leaf, yeah. the leafs learned some things today throw it at the net throw it at the net because ryan o'reilly might be there throw yeah. it at the net morgan because vasilevsky by the way i love that tonight was very interesting because i've heard all year i haven't watched every tampa game yeah. for obvious reasons but I've seen the stats, and it's like Tampa doesn't look right. I keep hearing from a lot of people I trust. Yeah. Tampa doesn't look right. Tampa. Look, not one person in that analysis has said Vasilevsky's not as good. Yeah. Tonight I saw Vasilevsky's not as good. Yeah. It's I agree. not just yeah. everyone else. It's it like the emperor has some clothes, but less clothes than he used to have. Yeah. Well, when you're and, ending off the season in their last month, going 50-50, right? You're going to be letting in some goals. So, Vas- but how many Vasilevsky rips did you have? Or oh, did not, you hear? not. I many. heard none. Yeah. yeah, I heard. You know what? Maybe Hedman's getting tired. Maybe this. Maybe that. Stamkos injuries is a huge thing. I'm like, but never, never did I hear Vasilevsky's name come up. Never did I hear an analyst go. You know what? He's struggling. They don't trust him. They they're not sure if he has enough left in the tank. And what I saw tonight was, oh, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah. Because he really wasn't that busy in terms of like four four periods of hockey terms. He wasn't. So the Leafs have, a, there's a crack here that hasn't been available in the Eastern Conference since, like not since LeBron in an Eastern Conference. I've <laughs> seen a guy dominate the Eastern yeah. Conference of any league like this. And yeah. now it looks like there's some cracks in the armor. And you saw one right at the end from Morgan Riley, a literal crack. And and it just it, yeah, that's a bad goal to let up, man. That's a yep. bad goal. And yeah, and before whole, the broadcast, that whole team has believed in him for years. For years, they play free like that. Why? Because they have yeah, a monster in the crease who they trust with their lives. Yeah, I think it was John now Cooper what? that mentioned. Now what do they do? I think it was John Cooper after that second game. He mentioned um, that the reason why they didn't pull uh, pull Vassy. Was because Vassy wanted to be there. He wanted you to do stay what Vassy yeah. wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vassy might not be calling every shot. I'm not. Listen, they're not going to pull 
over Brian Elliott. I'm not an idiot. But <laughs> yeah, you got been in like a seven-two game. The thing yeah. is, he's got a lot of miles on him right now. Like with the amount of hockey he's played, and you know, even before the broadcast, they were talking about how good he is. Uh, you know, after following a playoff loss, and yeah, he just didn't have a good game. And I mean, like, I think like I like the goals that they scored. Like they were all down low. It's not like I'm not. I don't want to completely misrepresent his night. Yeah. That last one though. That last one is something like when you've had this much belief in your guy and that's how your night ends. That's interesting, man. Like, yeah, Hedman's doing everything he can. He looks like Hedman. You know, he's not 100 percent, but he looks like Hedman. Yeah. Braden Point doesn't have to come back in that hockey game. Yeah. But he does. Yeah. And and that's how it ends. Mm. This is this is the most intriguing John Cooper in the dressing room moment. He's had in a very since the Columbus sweep, very yeah. long time. John Cooper's going to look at this room that he loves and figure out how to push a couple different buttons because some belief is seeping out, no question yeah. about it. Because the Leafs, they just let the Leafs off the hook, and they know it, and we all know it. And I'm not saying the Leafs didn't listen. The Leafs did some good things tonight too. Don't get me wrong. A win is a win. There are moments when you when you win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup, you got to have a couple of these. Period. There's nothing wrong with what the Leafs just did tonight. Nothing. But the Vasilevsky thing, I find very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes um, going forward. It's it's still a wide open game. I th- or series, I should say. Um, we're we're up only two one, and like you said, it was a, it's, today was was a tough tough win. Uh, we eked out this win, right? Um, do I think Vasi is gonna is is gonna stay looking like this throughout the whole series? I don't know, honestly. Um, historically speaking, he's been playing great, right? And I understand like the last month he hasn't been having the best time and also the last couple of games he hasn't been having the best time but it still is vasty he's still the best goaltender in the league right um if i had to put my money on it i would say he he bounces, bounces back, back. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah well, I, certainly, see, here's, I thought he'd bounce back tonight though i thought so too and so i'm first game in tampa yeah like it's a, it's you know a seven game series potentially and i'm not going to expect this performance again from him in game four per se but I won't be surprised if he's not the same Vassy as the past three years. Like it's just the amount of of miles on him is is it's a lot. And look, he... last two let's last two games, uh, eleven goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. like eleven goals. Even yeah, the first game, three stats? goals against is is yeah. they dominated that game, but it's still not all were on against, him. Right? Like yeah. Ryan O'Reilly with thirty seconds, whenever it was left. That's not yeah. really him. That's not him. I mean, at all, he might not yeah. have liked it. Like it went, it went through him. Yeah. But that's still like defensemen got to do their job. Um, so we'll see. We'll see and how like, it plays. Even out. if even if all the goals aren't on you per se, like we've talked about this with Leaf goalies before in previous uh in previous series, is you just have to be the better goalie than the other guy, you know? And like, for example, like Jack Campbell was great last series, but he was worse than Vazzy, you know? Yeah. And like Anderson had some great games, but he was always the worst goalie. And today, Samsonov beat Vazzy. Like, Samsonov was excellent. He kept us in this game. We could have lost so easily if we got average goaltending today. But we didn't. And Vazzy stole one. I mean, not Vazzy. Uh, Samsonov stole one. <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he looked like Vasilevsky. He looked like Vazzy, exactly. Yeah. It's an yeah. easy mistake to make. But yeah, he like did. that. 
Yeah, what's Jassy's record after after a loss in the playoffs? Is this still it was twenty one and two since twenty one and two before this twenty one and two. Yeah, yeah. This is a shocking result. This is a shocking, shocking result. Yeah, especially for how good Tampa played. Like it's not even like a situation where it was like team was shit in front of him. Like Tampa played well, and it's not necessarily Vasi's fault, but it was shocking to me the goals. uh, You know the amount of goals we got on such few shots. But like to me, something? like to me, it's it's today's about Samsonov and O'Reilly. It's not hundred percent. With respect Clutch to everyone else, uh, that's your those are your leads. Like I know everyone's going to talk about the Riley hit and blah 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 and the fight and like the fight's cute, but it's irrelevant. Um, like Ryan O'Reilly was brought in here for a reason, and the reason was he had to be the adult in the room, in a room yeah. quite frankly filled with highly paid immature hockey players. Yeah. And I think what you're seeing is him like, it's tough because he hasn't been around for a while, so he can't really take control the way he wants to because he's a respectful pro. Yeah. So he just says, like, again, we don't know what's being said behind the scenes, but in terms of what we saw tonight, he said, fuck it. And I'm scoring, we're going to OT. And I'm going to win this face off and bring it back to Riley. And it's 2-1. Now, yeah. the one the one thing I'm, that's dawning on me here is, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, the Leafs have had a lead in a series against Tampa before, correct? Yeah. Yep. I'm just I'm just trying to remember how that went. So there's a long, there's a long way to go here. Yeah, there is. A long there way is. to go. And I think Leaf fans, I'd like to think Leaf fans are realistic enough to know what they saw tonight, which yeah. was a bit of fortune. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's about re- like it's it's the results. That's why I that's why I I puked at the John Tavares love after the hat trick um, in game two. I knew tonight was coming. I knew a minus three was coming tonight because John Tavares is the most inconsistent eleven million dollar hockey player in the history of the league. So um, you, you just you got to be realistic about of what's happening here. Um. By the way, did I mention John Tavares was minus three time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 okay. Let's get into that for a second because I do want to talk about that. But I would first, love to talk about this. Uh, yeah. First, the one thing I wanted to say about Ryan O'Reilly before we move on is we have had leaders on this team before, even guys we got at the trade deadline, uh, you know, like Nick Felino or whatever. We've never had a leader lead by example quite as well as Ryan O'Reilly has. You know, we've had captains in the room. Yeah. Spezza. <laughs> withstanding but he's just a legend but we've had captains like former captains he hardly played what do you mean he's a legend he hardly played. Uh, he's a legend i will not what? take spencer slander <laughs> you saw- no no we're not doing this we're not do you doing remember this. the speech <laughs> that he gave we're not doing this that, that i, I love speech the speech yes the speech no one heard yes i agree the speech we are none not of us doing heard. This. i remember I that not, speech yes i will not even yeah no <laughs> that's yes you heard the story of the speech but yeah like i love jason spencer i want to be clear on this when he left town, he was Mark Messier. Okay, everyone needs to relax on the Spezza era. It was ridiculous <laughs> how he was played up. It was ridiculous. He uh, hardly played, man. I, yeah, anyway. he didn't have a lot of minutes, but he had anyway. moments. I will say. But okay. anyways, besides Good the too. point, Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, just the level of play he brings. Like you know, you could have Joe Thornton talking all all you want in the room, but he wasn't good for us. He wasn't good for us. Uh, at least after the first like 12 games where he was like a per game player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that is not only just a voice in the room, 
but he is a player that leads by example and he makes everyone around him better. Like, I'm not surprised that Matthew Nyes transitioned so easily with a center like Ryan O'Reilly with him. You know, he is a pro, defensively responsible and all that. But let's get into the Tavares talk because I do want to talk about Tavares uh, and just that second line in general. To me, that second line was horrible defensively. They did not help their defenders out at all. They got caught, like, I think it was uh, in the second period, I want to say. They got caught on, like, a minute shift uh, in their uh, own D zone, and the defenders were out there for, like, a minute and a half. And uh, I think it was Brody and McCabe were working their butts off to win puck battles, like really working hard to get puck battles. And I'm not going to give them a ton of credit because once they won the puck battle, it was like a giveaway and we just couldn't get anything done. But I saw Tavares and I saw Nylander floating just in like, I'm not someone who actually like dogs on Tavares or Nylander. I love both of them as players, but it was really frustrating to see. It was really frustrating to watch in a playoff game. There was one point where um, a puck was coming up along the half wall very slowly and Nylander just waited for it and it got taken. And that's the one where he probably could have gotten a penalty called against him uh, after he sort of, it was a stick lift, but it could have been called a hook depending on the ref. But he just lets the lightning player kind of get ahead of him because he's waiting for the puck. And I was really furious at that because it's like, you are such a dynamic player. You are like even Tavares. I think he's a very dynamic player, but sometimes defensively, they just look awful. They look disengaged defensively. And that's what I hate to see, you know, like with the Matthews line, if they're not scoring, they are still so valuable in their own end. Like they're just Matthews and Marner are phenomenal. Well, Matthews changed his game up a lot. Like he, exactly. he's a different player. Like you need him on the other side now as much as like, that's why I hated the, um, you didn't hear a lot, but it was like, oh, Matthew's numbers are down. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, the guy's in his own end every shift. Yeah. Like, he's like he's, he's working. Like he's actually yeah. was, like, he's working for the team. He's, he's a team player. For a guy who has an incredible ego, which he should, <laughs> he is sacrificing for his team. Yeah. And I, and I just, I hated that. the narrative. But I don't and see then, that with, I don't see that with Tavares. I got to be honest with you. I saw a little late tonight, but it's very rare. Like, very I, rare where honestly, Tavares is doing both like that. I love Tavares. I think he's excellent for the team. And I know, like, even this season, there were people who were like, oh, it's not the same Tavares. And I understand he's getting $11 million, and he's probably not worth that right now. Um, but, like, for example, game two, I thought he was excellent. Today, though, like, you you have to call out your players when they're not engaged defensively, because that's the biggest, you know, that's a, that's a huge deal, you know? If you have Ryan O'Reilly on the third line, Matthews on the first line, Kampf on the fourth line, you know, those are all three very defensively minded centers, even though they have like some uh, offensive upside, at least in Matthews and Ryan O'Reilly's case. Um, Tavares is the odd man out in terms of how defensively minded he is. His numbers aren't very good uh, defensively and they haven't been in his career. And then you strap a guy like Nylander onto him and they're both individually great players, but Nylander's numbers aren't that great defensively. You create. No, this but, at least, my, but, but at least Nylander will pop up like he did tonight. Yeah, and, like he'll sh- like, he'll show up in clutch moments, but I also like think getting, Tavares I, I, will as well. No, I, like I'm with you, but like I'm getting used to that with Willie. Like I'm expecting, I'm kind of expecting that, like a quiet, quiet game, quiet game. Ah, uh, goal two minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. They're like, they're both like they're both insanely like clutch players to me. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like 
having that hole in your lineup where like you have, especially going into Tampa where you don't control the matchup game, that like scared me a lot throughout the throughout the game. No, it's especially a valid that point. second period. It's a valid like, point. That that line got served tonight. Yeah, they got uh, absolutely served. And they got hemmed in their own zone multiple yeah. times that they couldn't break out because it, it just I don't I didn't see a lot of um defensive effort or at least not necessarily effort. I know they're trying out there, but defensive awareness. They didn't know yeah. where the trailer was. Like even on that first goal um that Tampa scored, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was Nylander uh let me pull this up. Yeah, Sorelli comes in, but Nylander was unable to catch Sorelli once he hit the blue line. Like he just I don't know if he didn't know yeah. he was behind there. You know, I understand that Riley overcommitted uh, on and, that and a lot of guys can't side. catch Sorelli when he's in flight at times. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I know your point. I understand. Your but, point. Like yeah. it just like that stuff really irks me in a playoff yeah. game. Like you, you really need to dig in and, and figure okay. it out. Strong that, take. I like it. Do we have yeah. another strong take coming on Tavares? Tarnish. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's. He's one of those guys where I think he's due for for another big game in in game four, right? Um, he's gonna have these kind of off games here and there. We saw how he plays last game. We saw how he played throughout the season. He's a guy that that people love to criticize, and rightfully so. When he's not playing good, he's really a liability out there. But when he is playing up to his potential, and when he is when he does have his stride under him. I think I think he's 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 gonna nail it, right? Um, that second period, the second line, we've saw like throughout the regular season. There's been times, there's been many times where they've they've been the best line that the Leafs had, um, especially with with uh, with Matthews struggling a little bit with his hand injury, right? So they had to pick up the slack, right? Willie, there's a reason why he I think he matched Matthews and yeah, yeah he, I think he matched Matthews goals. in terms of goals as well this season, right? Um, so I I think that it's it's a bad game, yes. But do I think this is going to be the norm? No, not at all. I think Tavares is is going to bounce back. Same with Willie; he's gonna gonna have another big night. It just depends on a lot of this is just how how you're playing in the moment, right? You saw the first game; you lost seven three. The second game, you won seven two. People have bad nights, right? I mean, they're going to bounce back. I think I agree. It's just in Tampa. It's it's a whole different game when you when you have the the matchup uh, advantage, you know. Like I would be putting out the yeah. Stamkos line every time the Tavares line is out. Mm-hmm. Like you can abuse that with points Stamkos and Kucherov out there. Like you know, those I, are no, dynamic I, I, players. I'm with you. Like I think I I think the funny part is with Kerfoot on that line. That's an expensive line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, like, yeah Kerfoot's a that's a yeah, pretty Kerfoot's expensive a story altogether. second line. Like you have three and a half million on the wing. Yeah, with Nylander, that's pretty. I just do the math on that line compared to some other lines. You'll laugh for like an hour. And like honestly, like I like both those players. Like I'm not even gonna like crash them for their overall play. I think they are excellent players. But I think I John's, think but, but like Tampa. you said, John's a dynamic player. Yeah. I, I when I think dynamic player, I do not think about John Tavares. Like with respect, I think which it, honestly it's fair. He is slow. He is he's slow. slow. He's I was going to swear on the end of that. I didn't have to. He's slow. Yeah. And here's my problem with this city about John Tavares. Because after that hat trick the other night, uh, like the shit I got was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. And by the way, his first shift the other night, he had two giveaways on that shift. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch his, the opening of that game from John Tavares the other night. 
It was ridiculous. He was a fourth liner even pulled for the rest of the, the rest of the first period. Because the Toronto kid came home, he is above criticism. Because the Toronto kid, the big free agent that basically no Toronto sports team ever gets in any sport, not in the NBA, not in Major League Baseball. We actually, we actually the, the sport we get the most is soccer of all sports in this city. So finally, to have Tavares that summer, the Leafs beat out San Jose. They beat out, I forget who, who else was in there. The Islanders put in an offer. For the Leafs, Montreal, for the Leafs to beat out everyone and for the hometown kid, honestly, the worst thing that ever happened to the Leafs was that fucking photo of John in his bed <laughs> with, the, with the covers. I'm telling you, because fans see that. Toronto fans want one thing. Be here and love this team the way we love this team. That's all I want. Yeah. That's how Wendell Clark becomes a legend. That's how JYD becomes a legend. That's how Josh Donaldson becomes a legend. Yeah. Players who give you the feeling they love this team the way you love this team. And because of that, shit, John Tavares can do anything he wants in this city and doesn't get criticized. I think it's the opposite. And, I feel like and that is not criticized who, quite who a bit. Put my ass is out there criticizing John Tavares right now. <laughs> oh, Give me a name and an address. I'd love what? to hear it. I'd love <laughs> to hear it because after he scored three goals from ten from five feet out, out of out of the crease the other night, he was it's Mike Boss. Captain, it's because he's the captain, right? He's a whole. Yeah, so I also, fuck if he's the captain. I think, I think he's. I think he. I don't give a shit if he's the captain. I don't care if he's the captain. Hey, Poppy's going to stand his ground. I don't care if he's the <laughs> captain. I do think. Okay, I, they're I'll trying say. to win a cup. I don't give a fuck who wants the captaincy. I don't give a shit who was in their, their Leafs pajamas when they were nine. This is about winning the cup. And if you have an eleven million dollar player. Who turns around off that performance the other night, where he's laughing at Corey Perry, who by the way has won a heart trophy, something Tavares will never see in his life, or potentially a cup, for him to chuckle at Corey Perry, which I found amazing, and for him to show up tonight and no show as a captain is ridiculous because this city won't call him out. Well, I that's think, my problem. I do that's think my problem. He gets in. A fair amount of criticism. And I'm not Whoa. saying that it's like, I, I'm Whoa. just saying. <laughs> What's the last time you guys talk shit about John Tavares? On we, we have, though. Honestly, there's, been you know, that, there's been a couple really? there's been There's been a few times because, you know, really? like half of his goals this year are on the power play. Like, he even strength wise, he hasn't been that solid. He and, had one even strength fucking goal yeah, since for like March the last 1st before yeah. game two. Exactly. March and, 1st. And I think this, the, at least like the stats portion of the Leafs fandom, has noticed some poor play within Tavares. And I oh, think it's fair to that's state adorable that. that they've noticed. <laughs> adorable. I think it's fair to state that. And I think it's fair to to understand where he is in his career, you know? And obviously that's not $11 million worth at this point. But he's um, also not a two, he's not a $2 million player either. I like there are expectations here. There are expectations. Like you can I'm there sorry. are expectations. I, I understand. If what, you're I a second line center of the National Hockey League, there's things that you need to to give the Leafs if they're going to win. Of course, but at and the that same tonight time, was not it. At the, when, when, he's a, when he's a front runner the other fucking night, congratulations. Yeah, a lot of fun. Everyone's having a good time the other night. That game was over the first ten minutes. Yes, good time. Every keep chuckling at the Hart Trophy winner. Keep chuckling I, at him. 
So yeah, I think I, I think it's fine to chuckle at Perry. I actually love that. That's like just laughing at what a you know Perry getting kicked out. I like that as a captain. Uh, to me, that that shows that you're like. Let's match up how many playoff series Corey Perry's won and how many playoff series John Tavares has won. I'll see who's laughing then. Let's see I understand that. that. I understand that. And he has what he's like in the Islanders and then Toronto. <laughs> he does have something to prove. But in my opinion, why should Tavares respect Perry in that situation? You know, like. He's this is something opponent. a front runner does. A front runner will laugh at a, at, a, at a Stanley Cup winner and a Hart Trophy winner when things are going well. He wasn't laughing tonight, was he? No, he wasn't he laughing. Puffing tonight. And, puffing. And, he he and he was lucky that he got bailed out by his guys. I, I, I he was laughing at anybody. I agree. I'm just I saying just, he's not above criticism. He isn't he's above not. criticism. I think and there's a deserves... part of this fan base that thinks he's like their cousin that they love. Yeah. Because he and once I, had leaf pajamas. Yeah. And, and I, I don't I, get I, it. I don't get it. They need so much more from him. It's scary. It's they do. scary. They don't need a power play specialist. They need someone to drive a line when it's hard. Yeah, and I when agree. It's difficult. And, and to me, a, a large portion of that is also, um, you know, it sucks because he is worth eleven million dollars, and you can't give the excuse of like at the oh, time of his market, he was. There's no way you can make that argument right now. Yeah, no, I understand that. There's but no what way. I'm saying is like he's an eleven million dollar player in the sense that that's what his cap it is. So it's it sucks to be like, oh, you know, you kind of have to potentially give him Marner to be more effective and then move Nylander up to the Matthews line, right? Like when I see Tavares with Nylander, I see a potential hole that can be exposed, right? And that's not necessarily a good uh, obviously it's not a good thing. But to me that that's the the biggest issue with uh the Tavares contract is like you know you're kind of struggling uh to find him a good even strength partner and he's 11 million dollars worth he deserves criticism he deserves criticism but he also I think is an 80 point guy like he was a point per game this year you know yeah. that's not 11 million dollars worth there's a lot of, there was some, there's a lot of point per game players in this league that are making like three I uh, four. Yeah, there are. Like, there uh, are. But he, what I'm like, saying is, sorry, let me let valid. me explain where my real because you make a valid point. My frustration comes from, and I mentioned 11 million a lot because in a hard cap, that means there are three guys on this roster that normally wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. So if your guys going out there tonight thinking it's going to be easy again, it goes minus three. You got a problem. Now they got away with it tonight. It's fine. But long term, because now, because like we're getting like maybe could win a round vibes here, right? Yeah. I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's yeah. definitely in play. Yeah. It feels it's a different team from last year. It's in play. So I'm talking like, can you sustain these types of swings from your captain at that cap hit to, to win another 14 games? I think I'm very was... skeptical. I'm the, very the... skeptical of that. That's Dang. the biggest then. I think like the duration, but I think in this moment, this year specifically, um, yeah, that, that 11 million sucks, right? It's because I think Dubis was expecting the cap to go up and then because of, because of, um, uh, of COVID it stagnated, right? So hindsight's 2020. There's a lot of players that probably shouldn't have been paid as much as they showed as much as they got because of the assumption that, Hey, he's, we thought he's the also... cap was going to go up. Right. But he hasn't been performing bad. I feel like he, I feel like, he hasn't dropped off as much as people thought that he would drop off when we originally signed him for the duration that we have. I think that was the biggest talking point, the duration, right? Um, 
And I, I, I don't see season. a big dropout. Yeah, exactly. And he has this two more seasons. He has two more years left on that player. contract. And he's playing some of the. He he's consistently he he's sustaining the same amount of, production. I guess um, yeah, he, production that that he has throughout this contract and like what he was playing in in the Islanders with, right? Yeah, I, I don't I think, think he's taken a his drop. I think he's taken a step back, uh, like from an even strength perspective. But in terms of production, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been very consistent. And the, the the thing is, like, you know, we're coming off. Obviously, this was a bad game for him. Last no. game, he got a hat trick. You know, um, and I understand that uh, that's not necessarily the biggest deal. But he, it was still like two even strength goals last game, one power play goal. He played well last game. Like without without the production, he played well. You know, I thought his line did dominate those minutes, right? Today, it's just something that I've, you know, it's it's not something that is exactly consistent with Tavares in the sense that there have been inconsistencies, especially with his defensive play with Nylander throughout the season. Um, and that's what scares me more than anything, rather than his his offensive play is just like... But his, but here's, it's a valid point. But his, here's what concerns me playoff-wise with his offensive play because i'm listening to adam jesse and dangle from friday yeah and they and it was jesse or, or dangle pulled a, a tweet illustrating the average penalty minutes per game in a seven game nhl series and to no one's surprise there's a lot of penalty minutes early yeah and by down. like overtime of game seven you can like hit a guy in the head with your skate and you will not get called for that yeah. Like it, it shrinks. So for all the power play specialists in NHL history, the longer a series goes, it has not been kind to them because there's no opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I and let's, so to go to your point about the five on five play, that is significant at this time of year. Yeah. Maybe not in, maybe not in February against Minnesota on a, on a Tuesday night, but when these, pen, these whistles are going to go away, the longer this goes, we all know that. That's less power play time for John to really make an impact the way he is now. And that's a problem. Yeah. Unless his five on five game Elevate. really emerges. Yeah. And we'll see and where it, it goes. Because that yeah. that to me is something like that could be that important. Yeah. That could be the difference between Eastern Conference finals or, or out in seven in this series. I think Tavares is that important. That's why I keep harping on this. I agree. So we'll I agree. see. So we'll see. How, and, Rob, to, we're, we've gone a long way on this, haven't we? Yeah, we really have. 11.55 really Eastern. Holy shit. <laughs> we've been going for over an All hour. right. Sorry, Robert. Do you want us to wrap this up? We should probably wrap okay. this up. All right. Well, that was uh, that was game three. Uh, the Leafs were able to squeak off a win by the skin of their teeth, and uh, they'll look to continue this forward in uh, on Monday. Uh, we'll see how game four goes. Hopefully, it's a little bit better than... than what they showed today, but hey, a win's a win at the end of the day. Sid, oh, thank nice. you for joining us on uh, on Game Over today. Appreciate you coming on for the second time, and happy that we. I'm happy that we can actually get a win for you to talk about rather than a loss to Chicago, right? Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to that damn. Game. That was a five three <laughs> loss. I remember. That was the worst game. <laughs> yeah, we'll no, I'm kidding. Here. No, Harnish Armand, Robert, you guys are great. You guys are doing a terrific job here, and uh, you know. If if the Leafs decide to make this really really interesting this spring, I, I anticipate you guys having a lot of success because these uh, there, there's nothing like a good stream to hop on when when it's a white hot story. So this is yeah. uh, 
So this have fun with this. And if uh, yeah, if there's a Friday or a Saturday, school nights for me are difficult because of my yeah. hours on a morning television show. But uh, if you need me to jump on again, let me know. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate Perfect. it. Appreciate it. And uh, Armand, where can they find yeah. you? Just give a quick uh, shout you out. You can find me on Twitter at Armand Pantheki. Myself at Harnish underscore Patel 98. And Sid, tell them where they can find you. They already know. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> You can reach me at that fucking guy on Twitter. There you go. (laughs) That's going to do it here from us. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.